Avenu Makinu, God of Israel. We love you. We praise you. We thank you for Yeshua, the Passover Lamb of God, who takes away Israel's sins, the sins of the world, who heals all disease and destroys the work of the devil. We thank you, Yeshua, for your great grace. And you give us shalom. Your word says you keep us in perfect peace when our mind is stayed upon you. We thank you that you've not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. We thank you, Holy Spirit. You are the great teacher, John 14, the comforter, the advocate, the spirit of truth. We invite you, Holy Spirit, to lead us and guide us, teach us, instruct us, anoint us, empower us, and use us as ambassadors of love. Holy Spirit, we ask you to pray through us, and I ask you to put your words in my mouth. The message for today is, Yeshua, raise up a house of prayer. Yeshua, raise up a house of prayer. And we're talking a house of prayer. We're talking about Second Chronicles 7.14. But before we pray Second Chronicles 7.14, we must speak about who was given Second Chronicles 7.14. And that was Solomon. And when we look at Solomon, we have to say Solomon was given so many gifts of wisdom unlike anyone else. We read about the Proverbs, and as we read the Proverbs, the instruction of the Proverbs, so many warnings against falling into temptation concerning the strange women, and it would be a major snare. So we must come to a place of understanding that if Solomon could fall to sin with the strange women, men, we must realize how often man has fallen to the sin of lust, including King David. I mean, David was chosen to be a man after God's own heart. But what did David do? David saw a woman, Besheva, sunbathing naked, and he desired her. That desire led to sin. Resist the devil, and he must flee. And so he took Besheva, though she was married to Uriah, and slept with her, committed adultery, and then had Uriah sent out and killed. So again, we look at this sin. We come also to Samson and Delilah. So why am I discussing this? Because a house of prayer must first be a house of repentance. And we must learn the lessons so that they do not continue. Too many right now young people have too much time on their hands and they're either spending too much time boozing 
or smoking or spending time uh, sexting, literally taking pictures of themselves and sending it off. And this is even done in Christian schools. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. So back to Solomon. What took place with Solomon is that he was offered a peace prize, and it was the daughters of the nations as a peace prize. And when he took the daughters of the nations as a peace prize, he also took in their idols. So even though Solomon was given the wisdom and knowledge to be able to use great discernment, somehow his pride thought that he could cut a deal with these nations and have a peace with them that would not affect what was going on in his life, that he could just be fine. But no, what took place is Solomon ended up accepting not just the daughters, but their idols. And it was a big snare. Peace, peace, when there is no peace. He made a covenant with hell. It shall not be established. And this is what happens. And so we must, again, be a house of prayer. This is as an individual. This is for a family. And yes, this is for a church. And so when we come to Second Chronicles 7.14, we need to examine ourselves very, very carefully because it is a clear instruction how to receive healing, whether it's individually, whether it's our family, whether it's a church, whether it's a city, or whether it's a nation. So let's break it down. If my people were called by my name, okay, who are the people of the Lord? Well, we are the people of the Lord when we come together in unity, in love, by the Holy Spirit. When we call upon the name of Elohim, Adonai, Jehovah, Yahweh, Yeshua, Jesus, Jesus Christos. So all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It is so important that we share the name of the Lord to all we meet. Right now, Joyce and I are in Cancun, Mexico, and we've been in here since Monday. And we've been sharing with everyone we meet, Jesus Christos in Corazon. Jesus in your heart, hallelujah. And they've been open to receive it. And as we will continue to pray and ask you to pray that those people who've received Jesus Yeshua as Lord and Savior will come into a deeper relationship. Saints, it's all about relationship. We must get closer to the Father, the Master, and the Holy Spirit. The only way we can do that is by spending more time in prayer to be a house of prayer, to be a house of praise, to be a house of the Word, where we're reading the Word of God, the Bible, every day through the Holy Spirit, to come into a deeper understanding of the Word, the revelation of the Word, and how to apply it in every area of our life. So again, if my people are called by my name, what? Will humble themselves and pray, again, to be a house of prayer. Now, this is not just once a week, twice a week, three times a week. This is every day we must be a house of prayer. And we must pray the word. 
because God says he watches his word above his name. So when we declare the word of God in situations, we have power to take back territories that the enemy has stolen. He's given us the power to bind and to loosen. So we must continue to bind up the rebellion that is going on in America. We must declare, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in us as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in America as it is in heaven. In our cities, in our communities, in our neighborhoods, in our family as it is in heaven. That our kingdom come, your kingdom come, your will be done in Israel and all of the nations as it is in heaven. And your kingdom come, your will be done in the church as it is in heaven. So again, humbling ourselves, resist being proud, You remember what the Lord says, he humbles the proud, but he lifts up the humble. And this was what Moses was, a humble man of God. Prophets Joyce and I actually had a meeting with a rabbi, and he was one of the head rabbis in the area. And he was asking us questions. And we told Prophets Joyce how the God of Israel, the I am that I am, came to Joyce and said, I am that I am, the God of Israel. And Joyce and the Father have had two-way conversations and continue to have this intimate relationship every day. And he said, why would Hashem, because uh, Orthodox Jews do not say God, they say Hashem, which is the name, because it's holy. Why would Hashem choose to speak to Joyce? And I said, what was it that brought forth uh, the Father, God of Israel, or Hashem, to speak to Moses. He said, you tell me. I said he was considered to be the most humble of all. And I can tell you that my wife, Joyce, who is a messenger for Hashem, is very humble. And she has been humble her whole life. She's 83 years young. And she spent her whole life helping people, whether it was in senior care for seven years and eight months, or whether it was for for many years, uh, people would come to her door, led by the Spirit, including First Nations, to receive a word of knowledge and healing for not only them, but their entire tribes. And even in New York, Joyce was there one summer, and she was ministering to people that came out of the Holocaust. And Hashem showed her how to have them release the pain of the Holocaust. Well, after that, he didn't have much to say. And so we just pray, God of Israel, that you would wake up the rabbis, that they would have a revelation that Yeshua is the Messiah of Israel, that he was the one that spoke was spoken of by Moses. And Moses said, one will come after me, and him shall you listen. Pour your spirit of grace and supplication in Zechariah 12.10 upon my Jewish brothers and sisters, that they may see Yeshua, the one who is pierced, and weep and receive healing, salvation, and deliverance. So as we return to Second Chronicles 7.14, you're hearing the thunder and the waves in the background as we are in Cancun, Mexico. Hallelujah. So now, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek the face of Yeshua. So in order to seek the face of Yeshua, it is written in the word 
that the pure in heart will see the face of Yeshua. So we claim Psalm 51, created in us a pure heart and renew a right spirit within us. Back to King David. Although he committed murder and adultery, he was a man of repentance. He was a man of prayer. And so when we repent, we are pleasing to the Father. He puts a robe of righteousness upon us every time we repent and a ring of authority, which is the power of the Holy Spirit. So we ask that so to see the face of Yeshua, cleanse us from willful sin and hidden faults. May the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. We must guard our lips. It says, as you judge, we shall be judged. And so our lips must speak life. Our, our lips must speak truth. The Lord says, what does he ask of us? But to love mercy, to do justice, and walk in humility. So now we continue. If my people are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek the face of Yeshua and what? Turn from our wicked ways. Tshuva, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. We must be able to repent for our sins and not be proud. Whether we are a family, whether we are a community, whether we are a city, whether we are a nation, whether we are a church, to be a house of prayer. Families, to be a house of prayer. Men, arise, join your wives every day and be a house of prayer, a house of praise, a house of the word. Invite the Holy Spirit as you pray together in the power of the Spirit. Remember, as is written, John baptized in water, but Yeshua has come to baptize us in the Holy Spirit and fire and in the gift of tongues, a prayer language of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. As we continue, as we seek your face and turn from our wicked ways, all of these things, then, see, we have to do everything first, then the God of Israel will hear from heaven, forgive our sins, and heal our lands. Our lands need healing. The land is our territory. Wherever we are is our land. Whether it's our home, whether it's our business, whether it's our family, whether it's our community in our neighborhood, and yes, we must plead the blood of Yeshua over these territories to take them back from the enemy. We also know that innocent bloodshed brought upon a curse. So we must plead the blood of Yeshua wherever there's been innocent bloodshed, especially right now in Portland and all the rioting. Wherever there's been rioting, we plead the blood of Yeshua and we need to be a house of prayer. Churches arise. I had a vision where I saw praisers, just like Jehoshaphat, at every single city where there was rebellion and the king of glory came in. And literally, it shifted the atmosphere. And even those who were in rebellion literally fell on their face and began to repent and praise God. This is what happens when we become a house of prayer. Hallelujah. So, Lord, we ask you now, as we plead the blood of Yeshua repenting for the innocent bloodshed, yes, of all the babies that were murdered, put an end to abortion, put an end to Planned Parenthood, Lord, as we repent for the innocent bloodshed of our black brothers and sisters, even at the time of slavery, to bring forth healing 
to America for that terrible sin as we repent for what was done to our first nations. Even to this day, 500 broken promises and the innocent bloodshed there. Remove the curse from the innocent bloodshed of the First Nations, what was done in slavery, what was done to our Jewish brothers and sisters. Remember the sin of idleness and pride. So we must be a house of prayer. We must be a voice of truth. And we thank you, Lord, for healing our families, healing our children, heal America, heal Israel, heal the nations, and heal the church to be a house of prayer. Oh, not by might, nor by power, but by the Spirit of the living God. My beloved children, I am the Holy Spirit of God. I speak to you today a short message to let you know the power of prayer. And when you are a house of prayer, and as you allow me to pray through you, you will see changes in your life. You'll see changes in your families. You'll see changes in your children. You'll see changes in America, the nations. Yes, Israel and the church must be a house of prayer where I am invited, the Holy Spirit, into the message, into the service, and into the worship so people can receive healing, salvation, and deliverance. A religious spirit is not of me, the Father, or the Master. It has no power. It only seeks to control. And there must be more reverence. I desire the Father to be honored in how our children speak, how they act, and how they dress. It is important to be a house of prayer that honors the Father, that honors the Son, that honors me, the Holy Spirit. And when you worship the Father in spirit and in truth, you will see the presence change the atmosphere. Right now, there is much too much rebellion but today is the day when if my children, again, go and follow the plan of Second Chronicles 7.14, as Stephen has been giving to you in this message, that Yeshua will raise up a house of prayer. And you will see an end to the coronavirus. You will see an end to the rebellion. You will see the great revival that the prophets have spoken of. This is the time. So just know that the love of the Father, the love of Yeshua Jesus, and my love is stronger than the plans of the enemy. Obedience is greater than sacrifice. So be a house of prayer. Thank you, Holy Spirit. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his glorious face upon you and fill you with everlasting, eternal shalom. The message for today is Yeshua Raise up a house of prayer, Second Chronicles 714.